0: Everybody, here we are. Welcome back to Wrestling with the Truth, Episode Four. Ready to go straight from the blanket booth. Uh, I'm BC Hunter, sitting here with Nightmare Jay Myers. Jay, how you doing? Good, good, good.
1: Hashtag blanket booth. I hope that uh, that's going to trend in the future future episodes. But uh, doing okay.
0: Yeah, I think we should maybe put some uh, detail to that. We are sitting amongst our lovely recording studio, which is basically a bunch of blankets pinned to the ceiling uh, to give us a better sound quality. But we used it for the first time last episode. We found, I think, uh, if you could argue, that the sound quality was much better on the last episode. Yeah, ho- hopefully you guys all agree,
1: but we're testing and playing, as they like to say. So we're trying to see what works, but uh, hashtag blanket booth. Just yeah. throwing that out there again. The goal
0: is to get the hashtag trending <laughs> for sure. If not the episode or the, the podcast, let's get blanket booth going. Yes. <laughs> T shirt soon to Merch follow. Merch to follow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got an interesting topic once again this week. Uh, we We're probably going to title this episode AEW New Blood Rising playing a little bit off of the old WCW pay-per-view theme that was going on back in 2000 or so, I think, 2000, 2001. 2001 2001-ish, probably. Yeah, because um, AEW being, I guess, the new kids on the block, uh, but now have been around for getting close to two years now. We're definitely seeing some momentum at the moment for AEW as a whole. They've had some uh, great TV ratings over the last little while. Their shows seem to be moving along better, I find. I, I... I should preface it by saying, uh, actually, we might have a lost episode in the archives at some point. Uh, we had recorded a killer episode uh, last week in regards to a review of the great week of wrestling that was uh, with the Great American Bash. And then it was, um, AEW was, what was the title of it? Uh,
1: Road Rager, I think. Road was Rager. it Road Rager or Fighter Fest? I can't, I think yeah, it was Road, Road Rager. Rager. Yeah, Road
0: so, uh, And we both felt they were two very strong episodes of wrestling. It's a great even week. Even get off my long guy myself. I I started off by saying that I thought it was a great episode of AEW. So yeah. hopefully we'll be able to recover that episode and and you know do it as a bonus uh, episode at some point. But um, but yeah, once again here we are. We're now it would be Saturday, and so we've had the opportunity to watch both uh, Fighter Fest as well as SmackDown last night, the first episode with the crowd back and. Um, It's Slammiversary tonight and then Money in the Bank tomorrow night. So what a weekend for wrestling
1: yeah is it was Dynamite Fighter Fest I don't know if Fighter Fest was it was it was
0: Fighter Fest uh day 1 or night 1 Di- whatever okay. you want to call it that's yeah. what it is okay yeah, cool. and next week is uh night 2
1: right all right i can't get them all like we talked about before there's going to be so many tv or themed uh, sort of TVs, it's hard to keep cuz i don't know if you remember but when they first started running AEW these these were actual pay-per-views mm-hmm. like 2 years ago or whatever but i guess yeah. the pandemic changed that and they're just throwing them all in as tv shows which kind of cool i mean just we're going to get into the episode but side bit i wish though when watching these and whether it was road rage or fighter the apron still is just a regular dynamite apron which to me is kind of weird you get all this theme of like the the themed of the episode of dynamite but then i guess maybe it's still dynamite so they wanted to still show dynamite but it would be kind of cool if they had different aprons too like like for instance great american bash was NXT regular NXT TV but they had a, a great american bash apron if you if you remember but right it wasn't it, was a takeover. Actually, it wasn't just a takeover it wasn't just an NXT apron it was a great American bash apron. So right, like, yeah. if you're going to go with it, go with it, I guess, right? Is, is all I'm kind of
0: sure. saying yeah. on that one. But yeah. yeah, let's get into it, I guess. So yeah, as we're saying, just a plethora of wrestling action right now and good wrestling action. So um, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah,
1: a agreed. Uh, I don't know if for those who can remember the heyday back in the i guess it was really mid to late 90s where we had really that was only two promotions which is kind of funny because now we have so much more to choose from but it was so hot the business was so on fire in that late 90s period that like the viewership was just insane not even just viewership pop culture right i mean like they were showing up on everywhere whether it was wcw or wwf at the time like it was just everywhere but I think having lived through both now, I'd almost prefer more options that we have now because we have more styles and sort of content to choose from. It's not just two two promotions. But I guess the the focus of this, the scope of conversation on this episode is going to be around AEW, I guess, specifically. And I know we've probably focused a lot on AEW and WWE so far, but we are, we've mentioned before we are fans of everything and we're going to get into more as we go. But the, the conversation, which I thought was a great, great topic to sort of Push forward and and discuss, and and we welcome the comments and we welcome the feedback. But is AEW now truly? I mean, really, we forget they're only two years in. So, yeah, what what really was a quote unquote startup, which didn't feel like that because they had a lot of money, obviously, coming into it. But and they have a TV deal, which was huge to start with. Because we, I mean, geez, you can see NWA still doesn't have a TV deal. I mean, let's be real, Impact is on Access, which does not is not in very many homes. I don't think at all. Um, in Canada, they're actually on Fight TV, so that's that's a bit... Uh, or Fight Network, I guess. That's a bit different, which is their company who owns them. Then we have ROH, which we've discussed off-air is just a bit of a hot mess with mm-hmm. Sinclair, who doesn't seem to want to give them any time of day. Yet they could. Yet they could. I mean, it's a huge a conglomer- uh, media conglomeration. Or mm-hmm. They don't seem to get the time of day. And then it, and NXT, obviously, and uh, AEW. So, uh, Well, MLW, I guess, has a lot of TV, mm-hmm. so that's good, too, for them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but... AEW is on a major network. like that. We can't deny that. TNT is in millions and millions of homes, and now they're starting to uh, produce the the ratings a little bit more, too. So, yeah, I guess the question being, is AEW now a true... We don't even want to say competitor, I guess. I mean, I guess competitor's a good way to say it, but are they a true main player? I guess that's... Or better yet, for those who can remember, is it a WCW versus WWE thing anymore? Mm-hmm. Or is it a AEW versus the Indies kind of promotions? Like, we want to get that sort of conversation going. So uh, I'll, I'll turn it back over to BC there. and
0: Yeah, it's, it's good that you mentioned uh, the 90s. Uh, of course, you had WWF at the time, and WCW, and then ECW coming yeah, up, the re- shoot, coming sorry, up sorry, on the WCW. heels, right? And, um, you know, obviously the two big ones being WWF and WCW, and you're right, it was pop culture. You saw The Rock on uh, Saturday Night Live. You saw Stone Cold Steve Austin everywhere's. Uh, You had, I think it was, even if you can remember back to TV Guide. I know a lot of people would know what that was, but I mean they had their highest selling. Well, then throw in WCW had Carl Malone, Dennis Rodman, Jay Jay Leno, yeah, all involved, right? So it really was pop culture, and it was huge, and it felt more like. Back then, that it was an—I don't—you felt it was more you versus them when, if you're either you were a fan of WWF or you were a fan of WCW, but when, in all honesty, we were watching both. Yeah. But it felt divided. It feels divided today, to be quite honest. Like just from when you look at wrestling twitter and things like that but honestly i i don't think there's anybody that's picking one or they're, they're watching everything yeah. I, I think people are going to consume everything and that's the beauty of wrestling fans they do consume everything. when i was a kid i didn't care i don't care if it was joe schmo productions doing wrestling from nowheresville i'm gonna watch it yeah. if it's wrestling it might be crappy but it's still wrestling you yeah. know it, it's interesting that we uh that that's how it's kind of evolved but you're right i i think we can now, after a couple of years, call AEW a viable competitor to WWE. Like I said to you before, I don't think you'll ever see WWE go out of business. I mean, they have billion-dollar deals with Saudi Arabia and with Peacock and mm-hmm. with uh, with Fox, Fox and all this. There's just so much money, and all you have to see is whenever anybody from the mainstream refers to wrestling, they refer to WWE. Yeah. They don't refer to AEW, and that's not a shot at AEW. It's just it's they're the the evergreen uh, yeah. of wrestling. They're they've been there forever. So, and that's, that's, I I really don't picture them ever going on a business. Well, you also have it, the fact that it's a, it's a, Company, yeah, traded company, publicly exactly. traded company too, right? It's on the does, stock exchange. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, so that does impact things as well. And I mean, WrestleMania is now the, the Super Bowl of, of wrestling. I yeah. mean, it doesn't matter if they can do crap all year. They're still going to draw 70,000 fans to come watch WrestleMania. Yeah. Look at SummerSlam. They're already... It's a destination, uh, yeah. What are they up to for ticket sales now? It's a I haven't sport. looked, but I, I would be shocked if they don't sell out. Yeah, and and nor do I want WWE to go out of business or anything like that. We talked about at the end of the last episode, it's great when there's this much competition going on. It's great to have these many options for wrestlers and for fans. It's a benefit to both. So why would we want to see that end? If for a lark, if WWE was to go out of business... What's Tony Khan going to do? Is he going to engulf every one of those <laughs> roster members and pay everyone? No, yeah. there, there's going to be a lot of people, other jobs with nowhere to go, or making a whole hell of a lot less money and yeah. lifestyle changes, right? So, and and eventually, then AEW becomes WWE. They become yeah. the the um, the uh, Death Star <laughs> that everybody hates at that yeah. point. So it's this is for the good. It's it's Yankees Red Sox. It's this that it's it's you know. As a Canadian, it's uh, Leafs Canadians. It's yeah. you know, it's it's rivalry, and you're always going to have the hated company, and that's okay. But it's it's when people get too carried away with the hate that just kind of drives me crazy. It's just enjoy the product. It's, yeah. it's it's fantastic right now.
1: Well, it's it's hate or vitriol for no reason, right? I mean, it's just yeah. why can't we just enjoy everything? <laughs> like the, I, there's I mean, I no rule that says that you cannot enjoy. You can critique anything, like and I hope maybe people are getting the sense that we are not sitting here saying that anything is perfect at all no we're actually saying criticize and sort of comment all you need to but to what point is it denigrating or is it sort of just hate to hate right i mean it's like we can be critical and take a um, perspective of okay maybe we would like them to do this but like
0: overall it's a good product
1: right but you, just go you had in a there. great
0: example with the text that you received yeah. in regards to SmackDown.
1: So, I mean, for anybody who watched SmackDown uh, uh, this week, uh, the last night, it was the first show back in front of a live crowd. I think it was Houston. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. Houston. So it was really hot hot show from the get-go you could feel it they did a really cool opening vignette i thought it was kind mm-hmm. of like teary-eyed kind of deal nobody can top the production value that's the
0: whole reason they're never going go to go business. just for the production value. don't even alone. come at yeah. me with AEW does no, no they
1: don't they can't they did we've talked about this before like vince doesn't run a wrestling company he runs a pr- uh, production company yeah so i don't know the logistics and anyone out there who does that says is it tnt producing this show or is it tony con i'm not sure about that i'm leaning towards the fact that it's tnt producing it it's their exactly sort right. of production equipment and all that stuff but regardless even if it's not tony's still light years behind vince as far as production goes he can't he's got 40 years 50 years of vince mastering his production his camera crew his audio crew his sound his mm-hmm. engineering all that stuff. Anyway. So they did the vignette, and it was it was a really cool kind of opening scene. And then you you get shoot right to the new set, which was really awesome to see. Like, I'm glad they didn't go from a huge departure of what we were used to, but it's just basically, for anybody who didn't see it, it's a giant Tron, essentially. It is an all-encompassing one Tron with, like, a little sort of opening in the bottom mm-hmm. with, like, a really flat um stage and it just it looked really cool and what i read stephanie was saying they're trying to incorporate the physical thing but then they're going to throw in a lot more of those like digital things they yeah. were doing to the entrances which them. are really cool i mean some of them are campy as hell and mm-hmm. cheesy but like it's kind of cool to see like just that production and i don't know what you are throwing things out there is what they're doing yeah exactly things. they're the seeing mm-hmm. with sticks so like it just had a really cool vibe they I thought they opened up really hot with that that six man tag cuz I was like what is Roman he Roman Roman comes in to kick off the show and he's he's like ready to go and I'm like mm-hmm. wait he never wrestles mm-hmm. at least definitely not the opening match and that was a really hot match um start with the huge pop for Edge which was fun anyway it was a great show and um I thought and it was a great show I
0: will say this kudos to the fans too because Right from the get-go, they had a chance to make or break that show, and they could have easily broke that show if they had cheered the hell out of Roman. But they booed him, which was great. Yeah, he was... And they cheered the hell out of it. that pop for Edge was Huge insane, pop. and you could just see it on his face how yeah. much he enjoyed it. Yeah. Like he
1: that like that energy. Them anyway. I mean, no
0: so, CM Punk chance. No what? Well, no Corbin got what but he was almost trying to get those. Yeah. But, but no CM Punk chance. There wasn't even AEW chance that I heard. It was just people happy. It, it, it was a good. That was it. Was so refreshing. Vibe. Just it a was good, refreshing. good vibe,
1: and and there were some quality matches, some good backstage stuff. It was a just solid show. I mean, there was yeah. really not much to to take away, it. and I was sort of going back and forth with with a buddy and uh he he basically made the comment i was a little disappointed with with smackdown last night i thought it could have been better and i said like really like how like (laughs) like we are two days away from a pay-per-view and i don't know what else you could have expected that they give us we got a title match for the women's title we got a fantastic four-way uh match um to to end the show we had reigns we had edge we had usos and and uh, ray and dominic like all of the main Cicero got on there. Well, spoiler alert: they had a huge return with Finn coming back, mm-hmm. like huge pop for Finn. He might have mm-hmm. got right behind Edge for pops, I think. Um, anyway, so I was just I highlighted all that. I was like, I don't know what else more you could ask for apart. And he's he like, Well, more title change. i was like, It's two days before a pay per view. This is the go home show. Like they need they. I know we we sort of like to think well pay-per-views don't matter anymore but they still kind of do like we we anyway so that was my argument and i think that's just sort of that mentality of no matter what they do right or wrong vince's product gets that sort of i'm going to hate it no matter what because right and even i got caught texting you while we were sort of talking about it I because uh bc was like oh that was a cool like return for finn i was like and my first comment back was yeah, it really was, but I just don't have faith that they're going to book him. <laughs> and I got caught in that same sort of cycle, right? It's true because I I have been disappointed with their booking of Finn Prince, whatever you want to call him on the main roster. But that was that was my tendency to fall back into that thinking, right? And and you know what? It was he called me on it was completely a fair point. I just need to watch and see what happens. If they go weeks and he gets buried, and he, yes, then 100% then we have criticize. that criticism, yeah, right? Yeah. But to just say it right away was not fair. So it was just, I thought, a fantastic show. And back to Dynamite, I said to you earlier this week, I said, what a great show Dynamite was. It has a really big feel. It wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. But again, it had just a great vibe that crowd i think was even better than last week's crowd because i think the venue was better it was a little bigger venue and it just had a really big fight feel just the energy was up the intensity was up there were some great the matches uh, what was it the fdw title match opened it right didn't it and was that the was it the ricky starks and what what opened the show i'm
0: trying to remember if that opened the show or not but that match was fantastic I do, yeah yes. i do
1: remember so I, I listened to ross uh grillin with jr or whatever and his and his um show and he mentioned something that tony likes to start the show hot and end the show hot so i think that's kind of a that's cool that's how vince used to like to do yeah it back in that's the day a cool too, way yeah. to kind of do mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. anyway i thought dynamite was was really spectacular it had a, a great feel to it just that big fight feel and i even said to you i think i said like it's going to be interesting to see what smackdown comes back with because yeah. they now have had two weeks of really hot live you can feel it in The broadcast like it felt big, it felt pay per view ish. Uh, so and I thought, I, I thought, kudos, WWE. They came out, they had a really good showing on their first live crowd back. Raw's got a lot to do because that we both agree Raw is really behind right now for angles and stories. And it's, it's not, not the not, talent, it's not the talent, no, fault. it's just
0: something not clicking with the feuds there's, that are going on or anything like just that. It seems it's just forced, and yeah, I, I will say, um, yeah, it's not like we're, we're going off on a WWE thing, but. Just, I just wanted to say, like I said to you, it's it's nice to see WWE come out with such a good show yeah. for their first show back, and the fans were into it because AEW obviously had the little bit of the head start because they were back in front of fans for a couple of episodes versus WWE you mentioned WrestleMania but then there's that gap yeah. in between where, and man that Thunderdome was just so dead it just it was not <laughs> it was it was not great for watching so it was nice to see it, and if you're a real pro WWE person who feels like they're taking a beating on social media right now it, it's a nice win for you to yeah. say oh look they put on a great show and they came out." the, the one thing about the and, Thunderdome I thought it was really cool that they they quickly pivoted and they tried to do I just it was so bright
1: in there like mm-hmm. I think that was what was throwing me out. And I know they're more... Like, Dynamite tends to be a darker lit show anyway. But, like, even in a regular arena, you get the lights going down. You get, like, it
0: just, it was almost too stimulating, if that makes sense. I almost sense. found the fans distracting. I found I was watching them Like, on more the screens. Than, yeah, 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 That's what I mean. It was just, like... And then the sweetening of the noise was just ridiculous. Yeah, like, the yeah. can
1: pops and the can chants and all that stuff. Like, could do without that. Mm. I just, yeah, I just found it distracting, to your point. I mean, maybe mm. it was, maybe if they had just toned it down with the screens a little bit. Like, <laughs> like how many screens was enough? Like, I don't... Oh, it was crazy, it was, they just went a little bonkers with the uh, with all the screens, but anyway, yeah. So back to um, the original discussion. I just it was worth mentioning that because again, objectively, I mean, anyone can p- pick anything out on that episode, and maybe they didn't like this, maybe they didn't like that. But I, I think, generally speaking, high level, that was a pretty good show, and that was a pretty well done show. Smackdown, you talk Smackdown, about sorry, Smackdown, y- yeah. and just mm-hmm. highlighting that. Sometimes, for some in large groups of people, it doesn't even matter. Yes. It's like, yeah. well, I also, I was, um, again, on Jericho. Uh, Jericho, I followed Jericho on Facebook, and sort of he posted something about Finn's return, and then, like, a random comment on there about Finn, oh, I heard he didn't get a good reaction. I'm like, no, that's not even close to true. You clearly didn't watch it.
0: Yeah. And so it's, it's like just it's trying just trying to stir the shit. yeah it's yeah. just like
1: some of that trolling it's like no yeah. he actually probably had the best pop if not the second best pop of the show and he anyway just capping off a. Of, so it's just like sometimes it's just like can we just take a step back and enjoy it and yeah. just respect that we what we have and not take it for granted i guess that's my thing too
0: but well and i will say the the usual suspects that i follow on twitter there was a lot of positivity coming out just people not just talking about pro wwe they were just what a great week to be a wrestling fan what a great two weeks to be a wrestling fan we've had two phenomenal weeks yeah now as far as dynamite yeah i agree it was it was a really good show i mean there was a little bit of a lull in the middle there and uh, a couple of matches i was like eh, okay but uh for the most part the show was good even the stuff uh the in ring se- in ring segments uh where you had the elite with the uh, dark order yeah and the omega page stand up that felt wwe ish you know like that's one thing about the dynamite they don't spend a lot of time doing that whole in-ring stuff yeah. which is I, I think to their advantage to be quite honest uh but you sometimes you do need it to build a story and this was a good opportunity and they used it well to build some yeah. drama and we finally got to hear it. from
1: page and and sort of confirm it exactly i will still go down this road and and beat it beat the dead horse like I just don't understand how Dark Order is a, a baby face group right now I just I don't understand that I the whole Brody stuff aside I just don't get it but anyway Well
0: uh, and this is one of the it's things It's a cult people yes. they're a cult yeah this is one of the things not a complaint but one of the things I've noticed over the years is with some wrestling fans it's almost like they have their ironic favorites it's like they'll cheer somebody ironically just to be against the yeah. mainstream like there's definitely people over the years that have gotten over, or not, not even gotten over, but gotten cheered by the fans where are going, why the heck are they cheering for this person? Like, it makes no sense. And you feel like they're just doing it, ironically, almost to be shit disturbers, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. But, but, I mean, they've got their moments, I mean... There, there's some comical people in there there and there's also a few talented people that i'd love to see break out you know like that preston vance yeah.
1: um oh I'm, i I don't, don't take anything away from the group itself mm-hmm. even or the, the guys in it it's just trying to wrap my head around the fact yeah. that it's a baby face group yeah even just toe the line a little bit or something right like it like your entrance music is still join the dark order or like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, wait a second. Yeah. You're still a creepy cult. Like, anyway, I don't know. I know. It's just me being picky, I guess, but yeah, no, I, I get it. So the, the, there's talent in that group. Like even yes. evil, like there's a, I've watched evil. Uno. I've seen evil, evil, Uno live just cause he's, he's done some local stuff here. And like, there's some good talent in that group, but part of me wishes they would move on a little bit from some of them. like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long you can keep that going or even in Silver. Like, should – um, which one's the – is it Silver, the short guy? Yeah, John Silver. Yeah, John Silver. Yeah. Like, that's going to hold him down more than anything if, if you don't do something with his. His popularity has a peaked, Like, maybe the injury hurt him. I don't know. It's just, do you need that size of the group? It's the whole NWO discussion, right? Like, it's a big mm-hmm. group now. Like – Or is it hurting anybody more than it's helping them right now?
0: The guy that I feel is just completely lost in the weeds in the group is Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana,
1: great point. It seemed odd when they were doing that whole thing to begin with. And now it seems even more strange that you would keep him in that group. Unless you just don't have that many plans for him. But he just doesn't fit that at all. But anyway, I mean, we could go down a whole episode on on that discussion. But yeah, for the record, I love factions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. BC <laughs> knows that. Yeah. I'm a huge faction guy. Just this faction doesn't seem to make sense to me for some, whatever for whatever reason.
0: No, I agree. I agree. And I think they just need to build some of the people in that faction a bit more to yeah. make, make us have feelings for those people. There, there's some people in there, I don't even know their names. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sorry, I, I don't. Yeah. I, but, but I'm not um, constantly following AEW enough to know yeah. their names, right? Well, so, even if you were, I don't think you're getting,
1: uh, I guess if you watch Darker Elevation or something like that, you might. But like they don't really, they, we just see Eva Uno, Stu Grayson. Um, you see 10 a lot. I think it's 10. Preston right? Vance, yeah. yeah. yeah 10 but yeah, one. like I agree with you. There's, I don't even think I could list all of them if, if I tried right now.
0: So yeah. maybe that's telling, right? I mean, I can name negative one before I can name yeah. uh, Agreed. Uh, half the, the Agreed. people. So And that's just you got to just build up that that and it, characters. Her, it, it's no different than the um the ministry yeah right? you had a bunch of crazy people that just didn't seem to get true belong together but they got each of them over to the point where it, yeah it made sense as after a, a while yeah and let i mean just a caveat it, like i'm a i was a huge
1: brody lee fan and like the the simple question needs it, it, they we're not here if brody's still around i guess and and as sad as that was that changed the direction of that group and all that stuff so i mean i get that i'm not naive to that yes it's just like we've that was well, we're going on six or eight months ago it's Mm -hmm. like i think you can kind of move on now right i mean maybe they don't maybe there's just an honoring thing i I don't know but yeah i'm not suggesting that i don't get why they're a babyface group it's just to me it doesn't make sense like that's all change it up a bit or like tweak the tweak the I mean, Dark Order, then like make a new explanation of what it is now, or something like, like The whole cult thing, and they're still keeping the same videos. and Oh, it's, it's just
0: I don't know, they were so evil before, now we're just supposed to love them. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> yeah. get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, bring Danhausen in, yes, exactly. <laughs> he's evil, but he's good. Shout so, out, Dan so, yeah, yeah, very, very evil, very nice, yes, exactly. It? Fantastic yeah. episode of um, Taco's Jericho. Talk, yeah, I agree, yeah, enjoyed it immensely, yeah. Hi, folks. Good old BC here. We just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you are enjoying what you're hearing so far and that you decide to subscribe to Wrestling With The Truth. We can be found on all platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you go to find your latest episodes. And although we are not match rating marks, this is the one time we would appreciate a five-star review. As well, we can be found on both Twitter and Instagram under the handle at WWTTpod or at our website, www.wrestlingwiththetruthpodcast.com we encourage interaction with all our listeners so please feel free to email us questions or feedback at wrestlingwiththetruthpodcast.com. alright I think that's enough self-promotion for one episode so now, back to the show Uh, so, all right, so we're 25 minutes in. Let's let's get to the meat of our topic. So, AEW, we say New Blood Rising because we're saying this is the newer kid on the block. They seem to really have some momentum now. They seem to be building that strong fan base. It was funny, when watching the two episodes last night, it was so great. What a difference it makes having the fans in the arena, just yeah. having that energy Agreed. there. And you can tell the wrestlers are feeding off of it, too. I mean, they're not going through the motions. They were pumped up. They yeah. were almost over excited times. Like, yeah, Sammy's promos. promo was... Yeah,
1: Uh, that guy. I mean, that guy can do a promo anyway. But that was a phenomenal promo. And then, as much as I'm not a Cody fan, Cody's passion was nice to see. I mean, it was over the top. I think a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, even like Cody and
0: Malachi Black segment was was better. I think because of the fans. So yeah, for sure. So with that, you know, they're making a difference. Last night, I felt watching the two shows back to back. I almost felt like the WWE fan base felt like your typical wwe fan base what i gotta harken back to with the aew fan base was not wcw style it was more of an ecw style It was like an uh, an us against you mentality with the fans just really are die hard into it which is not a bad thing i think even they got a little bit tired out through the middle of the show because they kind of came down a bit but towards the end, they were right back up, yeah. so it was great. I had some great matches again. The Ricky Starks, um, Brian Cage that guy's match. A star. Yeah, star. I love Ricky Starks. I've loved him since his days. I'm a big Power Cage days. fan. I know there's not a lot of Cage fans out there, but I am a Cage fan as well. I but almost Starks felt like the great. fans kind of turned on Cage a bit yeah. too. I mean. I think they see him as more of a prototypical WWE guy. It's like, get out of here. You don't belong yeah, here. But perhaps. Starks, oh, man, that guy is going to be something. He's yeah. going to be huge. So that was great. I love the whole angle that they did with it, too. And Taz screwing him over. Yeah, and, was he, and he was playing Taz it straight on great. commentary, Taz right? It great. <laughs> it was Give great. Give me all the Taz. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, the whole, like I say, the elite and the... And the um, in the Dark Order segment, and, and, page.
1: and the Bucks just—I'm not a big Bucks guy, but they continue to impress with their outrageous outfits. Like, oh. like I just—I'll give like what were they romper The what are they called? Robbers rompers or, or whatever? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, like oh,
0: I know what started the show. It was Moxley and oh um, yes, and, yes. Um, um, new
1: look for Moxley Anderson. Yep. Yeah, new look for
0: Moxley. By the way, and somebody mentioned it might be because of the whole New Japan commitment, but uh, how about that? One minute segment the week prior with Anderson and Gallows where they did a serious promo on Moxley where they were showing fire. They weren't joking around. It was none of that. That's the the, uh, Anderson and Gallows that I want to see. They were fantastic. A lot of people are saying it's because they were going to NJPW and they don't want them doing the clown stuff. They want them to be... Bullet, Bullet club esque Yeah, right exactly. And that's what I would like to see. Yeah. Great match between Mox and Anderson. Anderson's I'm... such a yeah. I mean, so is is a great worker too, but like Anderson is such a great worker. Yeah, yeah. It was it was great. So that was a great start.
1: Just pausing on that, I am a little bit like sad to hear I I think they're going back for a good run, aren't they? Like I don't to, know, are they? I, I, that's my understanding, and they I think they have commitments with impact too, but I think from what I am hearing, that it's going to be an actual extended run in in New Japan. So well, that and, and that's maybe okay. they're going to come back and forth. I don't see that. That's a lot of travel back and forth to hit TVs yeah. over in the States too. But From
0: an AEW perspective, they're really just heaters for the, for yeah, the, elite, for the elite. But for for Impact, that's a big hit for it's them. It's a big hit for Impact, yeah, yeah. For sure. So yeah, and then throughout the show, we, we had some great stuff. It, it was, um, like I say, I feel momentum with their shows. It's ironic. I feel like in... I know people are going to complain about this. I feel like there's been more of an influence, uh, more of a presence of more WWE guys in the matches, which is probably slowing things down a little bit, but not too crazy because we watched the Christian Matt Hardy match. Yeah. And like you said, it, it was probably more bump heavy than you know your regular WWE match yeah. between the two of them. I myself, I cringe whenever I see those guys in the ring, not because I don't like them. I'm just so worried about their health. I'm yeah. worried about like how many concussions can these guys take? Uh, I've seen some scary stuff, some scary bumps that they had. So I, I just have a hard time watching them, but they did put on a great match. And kudos to, to AW for the slow build on
1: Christian, because I think I made comments. Like I was a little bit disappointed when he was the surprise there a few months ago, but I'm starting to get back in. Like, I've always been a fan, but, uh, he, I'm starting to believe that this guy's actually, uh, I can see him now being in that main event picture, right? Like,
0: did you catch the, the subtle, Heel tendency from Jungle Boy um, at the end of that conversation. When Christian he looked match. at him, when yeah. he was, yeah, 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 I did, yeah. Now, that was interesting. Unfortunately, Jungle Boy, great wrestler, great guy in the ring, but little lacking in the facials yeah. department. So. But he did pull out. But he did. He did. did I caught it too. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, oh. That's all you want. You just want to catch it. But, like,
1: teasing there with, uh, for those who didn't catch it, it was uh, Luchasaurus lifted up uh, Christian on his uh, shoulders. And
0: JB was a little bit uh, taken aback. Like, uh, hey, that's my spot. And then to top it all off, you had a spectacular main event with Darby Allin and Ethan Page in that coffin match. I'm a, myself, I'm a big Ethan Page fan. I liked him in uh, Impact. Um, yeah, it, I thought he had star potential written on him I think he's up that a bit and even the pairing uh, with um, Scorpio Sky yeah. has really made them feel
1: you know what he's, it's funny you say that because I had nothing nothing against Scorpio like he's a great talent but I had nothing invested in him until they tagged him with Ethan Page and I don't know if that says more about Page or sort of less about Daniels And um, I think he and, just felt like the third he, yeah, guy he, with Daniels he just, and yeah. Galarian I but mean they're Page, an established team with Page, he just seems to fit. They got really, they have really good chemistry. They've gotten some some wins. You know what I mean? That was good. So yeah, just
0: sorry to, to interrupt on that, but I I've, I agree. I, I'm a
1: huge Ethan Page guy, hundred percent. Yeah, and I Page. mean
0: with Darby Allen, he's totally not my type of wrestler because he's so small. But he's got such a crazy style that yeah. it works for him. He moves so fast on some of his moves that it makes up for that lack of size. Yeah. When he's coming out of the ring doing a tope, he's coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's it, in makes, hot. it makes a difference. Um so yeah, it was it was a really good match. Um for the intensity too. Like they yeah. were
1: like for all intents and purposes, they were beating the piss out of each other. Like they mm-hmm. were they, you, you you almost feel like they had some sort of handshake agreement, like, let's just go out there and, and uh, crush it. Because they, they were really, really, like, you could feel it. The Scorpio sky spot was great. I thought that was really cool when he popped out of the coffin. Yeah. Other thing, too, as I was watching it, I was like, subtle differences, but coffin match not a casket match mm-hmm. and they actually and then I'm like wait is there a difference between a coffin and a casket and yes there is because a coffin is just literally like a box mm-hmm. and a casket is like fancy and all that stuff and WWE always has the casket so I thought that was kind of a cool nuance sort of thing and they probably did it on purpose. It's like uh, it's like the difference between hospital and medical center <laughs> Yes exactly but I think I think if they had just gone with the co- like a casket match it may have felt a little bit like copied, right? But
0: like this didn't. This was different. It had a like a grungier feel to it. I was just gonna say like, it felt a bit darker, grungier, yeah. and that's what they needed to do. Yeah, yeah and just it, like it's not polished, but it, does, it shouldn't be. But polished. it doesn't need to be. It's literally a wooden box, yeah. like and and
1: like for when Scorpio popped out of that and so, like that was it was just cool. And then the finish was fantastic, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crazy. But well, actually. I thought the finish, the actual one, two, the, not one, two, three, but the actual sort of going into the, that was a bit anticlimactic, but yeah. then the actual end of it, like where Darby just <laughs> flings himself through the, through the bloody thing was, was pretty, that made up for it. And that was awesome. So.
0: Yeah. And I think they knew that was going to be the spot of the yeah. night. So it, it I didn't mean, matter. Kudos.
1: But. Cause that. I can't even imagine what kind of courage that takes to just fling yourself into a, a box of wood. All like, I could think <laughs> was splinter, splinters. Yeah, and like poor Ethan Page. Like, I don't know what you're thinking inside that thing oh. as you're waiting for that thing to come crashing yeah. in, but you could just see how he was trying to get as far to the to the side as he could, but it was, it was a cool spot. It was really cool.
0: It was, and, um, you know, from what I'm reading, it seems like Darby Allen is getting some of the highest ratings on all the shows like over a million fans for his and i'm up. with you him I'm, and Britt baker actually
1: yeah and and like i get that i can understand why mm-hmm. that is the case if that is those case he is not my cup of tea from a would i love to see him as world champion no that's no. not who i want to see as world champion he's I rec- a unique he, yes it's, it's, he's an attraction i
0: know like everybody wanted to see jeff hardy as a as a world champion i didn't need jeff no. Hardy as a world champion he's no. just a unique person you know
1: well he's just he's an attraction i think darby can be that guy he's got a really cool character people get behind him they're emotionally invested just like i and i'm sorry this is maybe i'm gonna be the uh get off my lawn guy in this but like (laughs) i don't want to see luchasaurus i don't want to see jungle boy i don't want to see like to be quite honest i don't want to see orange cassidy as much as i like him it's not even a gimmick i don't want a comedy act in those cases as champion and just as i don't want i'm gonna take heat for this but I don't want to spot monkey as a world champion either, because let's be fair—you, if you're being true to the to this take, Darby is not anything more than a high spot kind of bumper, right? And like he can go. I'm not saying he's not a good in ring performer, and that's that is not me disrespecting him. That's me saying what it is. If you think he's gonna be a Steamboat Savage guy, he's not. Like, I don't and I know he's had some good matches. I'm gonna take shit for that, because he has had some really quality wrestling matches too. But why do people tune in, tune in to see him? They tune in to see him do those spots, the right? Crash. Yeah. The and that, crash, like that's okay. Yeah. Like that's that's great. It's not it's more than okay. Like that is his thing and that's his niche, and that but I don't want to see that as world champion. If it was ECW, different story, maybe all that stuff. But I just I wanna see a true professional wrestler, and I know he is that. But he's made his name for that sort of stuff, right? And, and that's all I'm saying. And people will probably not like that take. But I don't want to see him as world champion. I want to see him a lot on TV because he's entertaining as all hell. But I don't want to see that title around his waist, right? I just
0: don't. It's funny you mention that because um, I was thinking the same thing when Jungle Boy was yeah. facing Omega. It's like I just cannot picture Jungle Boy being the world champion for a few reasons. And again, not that I'm anti Jungle Boy. He's yeah. he's talented. And he's got he's got he's super young. So he's got a yeah huge exactly career ahead of him. But when, last night when I saw that little subtle heel thing with Christian, I was thinking now. You could have something. You could have something if all of a sudden Jungle Boy cuts that beautiful hair, (laughs) and he and he says, "I'm no longer Jungle Boy." He throws a suit on, kind of like JBL back in the day. Gets the hair cut down, and he's just this smarmy. Don't call me Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Exactly, smarmy heel, and and he's just disavowing his father, even all that stuff. And he turns into this this just this arsehole heel that you want to just pummel. I can get behind yeah. that. No, it's a good point. You know, so there is it's not like we're saying these people don't have potential or anything like that. It's just the certain characters fit for you know, you could or he could make a career being an attraction with luchasaurus that draws tons of kids into the arena too. Yeah. But which do you want? Which, which way do direction you want to go? go? Yeah. And for anybody who's going to take issue with with these takes, like I would say the same
1: thing. It's not just an AEW thing. It's No. I don't want to see Ray as champion. I, I'm sorry. I don't believe you're going to beat a guy like Roman Reigns or a guy like put anybody on that list. Right? We're
0: talking about Kofi and Lashley. Kofi.
1: I, I love Kofi, but I don't want to love him as world champion. I'm sorry. I don't. And people aren't going to like that take. But like to me, there's still an element of realism you have to have in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's not. And I know it's scripted and blah, blah, blah. We get all that. But when I'm watching it, for me personally, and this is just my take. I This is what I like. Others are going to like anybody being world champion because it shows the underdog. I'm not for that. I'm just not a big fan of that. It's just not my thing. I I can't buy Kofi legitimately beating up Bobby Lashley. That's not going to happen. Like, let's be real here for being honest. But I get that maybe we're a little bit in the minority on that. And I guess the pundits would say, well, it should be based on do they draw? Are we sure that Kofi draws as world right. champion? Yeah. Like, Are we sure that Jungle Boy would draw as world champion Like to carry the company? I don't know. Like that's, yeah, that's a valid point, but I'm not, and I would love to be proven wrong. Maybe I guess, but
0: this is where the territory businesses miss these days because you had a guy that drew in this area and then he went to this area and he drew and he went to another area and drew. So you knew this guy was a draw. So when he comes in new to whatever promotion, you can start strapping that rocket because you know, they're going to be a draw. Yeah. Uh, But we don't have that. We're kind of going sight unseen. And as I say, Sometimes the promoters, the bookers can be fooled by that Ironic fan that yeah. that's just like oh I'm going to cheer the heck out of this guy because he's not so and so.
1: Well, is it even
0: is drawing? Let's be real. Is drawing even a thing anymore? Do people go to a show to see one person anymore? Well, that's the whole. point. I don't know if they do. That's the whole point of WWE right now. We're saying there'll never be another Cena. That's well, people and people think oh that just means that Vince is going to bury everybody. No, that's not what they mean. They mean we're not making it about one guy. Not so here. that one guy either gets injured or leaves. Oh, gone, yeah. We're done. We're we're done. So. We want to make it about the entire show, and we want to make it. I way. would
1: argue that WWE is now an attraction. Sadly, it's probably less of a professional wrestling organization organization, and it is an entertainment attraction right now. They're the Harlem Globetrotters, right? <laughs> and so, because of that, the pieces should be interchangeable. Very, and by that I mean. There's not one person that's drawing that. Yes, Roman is on top. Yes, Edge is a big, big tune-in guy. But we've seen it before where guys don't make shows. The product keeps going without certain people, right? I mean, just speaking personally, I don't know about yourself and whoever else out there, but I don't tune in to see one person. I want to see some good matches on a card. Like, that's what I see. I love seeing some people, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to tune in to see, uh, to not see them too, or I'm not going to not tune in if they're not there kind of thing. Like, I don't know to your point back in the territories, you were doing more in-house shows. So you were doing more like actual venues, like those venues shows mattered more. Now it's about TV. It's about Mm -hmm. content. It's about the streaming world, right? Like, Mm I don't think there's draws anymore to bring people to put, quote, unquote, as the old timers, like say butts and seats, right? Like it's not, I don't personally, I don't think that you can even use the drawing thing anymore to even measure champions. So maybe back to my original thing, maybe I'm kind of out to lunch anyway, because it doesn't matter if a guy draws his world champion because you're just putting the title on him, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, but I still think titles matter at some point, but that's just me. I don't know. I, I hate thinking that they're just this silly prop. I, yeah. I, I think especially... AEW really has a a distinct advantage because they can make their AEW title mean a whole lot just with their lineage of champions. So far, they've had Jericho, Mox, and and Omega, right? So that's a pretty good lineage of champions. You know, I, I remember a day back up until the early 90s when I could rhyme off every single WWF champion at the time because It was you knew who the champions were. It was very distinctive. You know, Bruno held it for like 14 years or something like that. (laughs) But you know, you go from Hogan to Savage to uh, Warrior to Warrior to uh, Slaughter, and then Hogan. And it it, like you just you knew who the champ was, and it was a lineage, and it wasn't you didn't throw in a you know a doink along the way. You know, he didn't have that. Or Skinner. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, and
1: that's not us comparing Darby Allen to those guys, but It's, it's. I think this, to your point, is that same idea. Like, I, it's credibility. And look at when David Arquette
0: and Vince yeah. Russo became WCW world, WCW world How much did WCW Champions take for that? And, who, and somebody gets the belt after that and it's already tainted. And again, Darby no. Allin and Jungle Boy are not going no. to taint it. No. But you want it to be on this level. It's just about They legitimacy. were smart to put on Jericho right away. Yeah. That brought you up to this high level immediately. And then you have Moxley. Who's you know he's got that cachet, and then you have Omega, who's yeah. many consider the best in the world. And again, we're not—it's—it's—it's it's not a criticism on them being
1: like subpar or not. A, no, it's about who that who they have on the roster and who I want to see as champion. They like Darby Allen and Jungle Boy and even Luchasaurus. I know Luchasaurus is kind of bigger and could easily take out a lot of guys, but. Mm it's about legitimacy to me and i know people argue it doesn't matter anymore and all that stuff but like part of me still likes to watch wrestling as a sport right and i i I take this scripted thing and i know i'm not naive i get all that but part of me likes to approach it as as a sport as a sport if i had my own if i had billions of dollars and was starting my own promotion i would treat it as such like i would have like factions would be like almost mma camps and like all that stuff like i It would be cool. like Mm. And and again, that's just my take. And everybody has a different thing that they like about it. We get
0: that. If you don't consider it a sport, you're just watching guys in underwear rolling around. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) anybody who knows me personally knows how big a fan I am of trunks. So that would literally (laughs) hold true for for, for my promotion. (laughs) But I'll use a more apt comparison, okay, so we get away from the doink and the Skinner and all that. I'll use a different comparison, especially from the 90s, because just recently I got a chance to rewatched the match, it was 1-2-3 Kid. There's an apt comparison. Mm -hmm. Great wrestler. Uh, He was unique at the time, especially in the 90s when he came out. He had a fantastic title match with Bret Hart. I was hoping you were going to say a fantastic mullet. He did have <laughs> well, he had that, he yeah. That. <laughs> but uh, but he had a fantastic match, and that really put him on the map. Was that Even, his debut, sort of? No, it wasn't. It was after the whole Razor situation. Right. And oh, that, yes, that was his first That point. put him on the map. But, uh, but I mean, this really did. And and after that point, that's when Vince really got the confidence in him to be the guy. He was kind of the measuring stick. He would send guys in the ring with him uh, once Brett was gone and he would come back and say yeah this guy's pretty good you know and, and you want to keep this guy on the roster or whatever but was i buying the one two three kid as a world champion no and did i want him or yeah. pitch picture him to be a world champion no but i really enjoyed the build-up of him having a chance at brett really enjoyed the match but it's okay to have a guy have that match do and, great and, and get on. the rub off yeah. of it and become a major star but he doesn't necessarily have to right. be in a champion so I yeah I don't want us to to be saying that we're putting Darby Allen or Jungle Boy into the Doink or yeah, Skinner camp. Not, that's not, that's an not what we mean. The One Two Three Kid camp. I can I can do yeah. more of a comparison because the guy had a phenomenal career. He was he's still to this day. People are going to remember yeah. One Two Three Kid or X Pac or six, six or whatever. whatever. But um, but he wasn't world champion. And he that's had lots okay. of t- he had I C I believe exactly tag titles yeah. European. T- like Darby I, being the TNT champion was great. I mean, he just it's just timing. You had a buzzsaw like Miro come in you yeah. you needed the belt on cuz you weren't you weren't but, ready to put him on the world title pitcher yet.
1: And and you're more the historian guy than I am, but like I look at it in my head like this. It's like we have guys in history like Roddy Piper, Ted DiBiase, Rick Rude, like, never won the world title. Well, we would, like, we would be remiss. that stuff needs to matter, like...
0: Okay, let's let's throw an RIP out there, too, because it was a horrible news this week to hear the Paul Orndorff yes, pass away. Paul yeah, Orndorff is one of my favorites of all time. You really do. You did love him. Loved yeah. Orndorff, and I mean, I said it on, um, on Twitter, the moment that, although I've been watching wrestling a little bit up to that, the moment that got hooked, me hooked on wrestling was when he turned on Hogan, and that was just amazing but um Paul Anderson another guy never won the world title in WWE never won an IC title never won a tag title. Oh he really he he never didn't. won a title in Jeez. WWE. But he he won some titles in WCW but um everybody remembers Mr. Wonderful because he had an amazing feud with Hogan. Yeah. He just he was a character. He was over the top, Roddy top too. Piper like, I only remember, won yeah. the only won the IC title and that was just a little stopgap to get Brett back on the yeah. title. Uh he won a tag title with Flair when he was what 60 or something like that Oh my God! Right. Uh, but but other than that but they didn't need titles yeah. they were they were characters and not, they were and
1: attractions on their own so it's a good point if
0: you ask them they might not have
1: wanted the title and, and they my only more. reason for mentioning them is that like from a historical point of view to me it seems wrong that a guy like ted dibiase would go his whole career having this astonishing career and i don't want to say like a darby allen would tarnish that and i'm not saying darby allen will never Win the world title. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Right now, though, like I would look at that and be like, "Are you kidding me?" Darby Allen gets a a, a world title at this point in his career, and Ted Dbs, they never had one like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's and that's a that's a my thing, and that's not anybody I, else's I totally thing. But, get where you're but you're yeah, from, it's yeah. just to me that stuff does matter, and that's again not a slight on any of them. It's just give me some more to invest in you winning that world title. Fine, and to your point, I think. I think Jack Perry has a lot of potential in that. I'm not shitting on small guys. I'm not. No. But it has to. You have to make me believe that you deserve that title. And just just being able to go, everyone can do a five star match. Like that's not a thing anymore. Like any single person on that roster, including Darby, oh can do a five star match. Make me invested in you winning that title. Like that's we. And I know I'm the guy who's supposed to refute you from a yeah, psychology I standpoint <laughs> but from an actual titles, because titles should matter i'm with you on that and hmm. from that perspective don't just slap it on
0: anybody i'm just I'm not for that and i'll play your defense when you're saying you you aren't hating on the small guy because there are certain situations where the situation demands that the title go on to that guy i'll give an example of Ray winning the title after yeah. Eddie passed away. I was um, not a big fan of that you for weren't, the record. You weren't a fan, no. But it, it just seemed like it would have been almost sacrilegious if he didn't win the title in yeah, that situation. And- now, should he have held it for very long? Not necessarily. He could have dropped it pretty quickly back to Angler or yeah. I mean, the, but it just there was such an it emotional situation fit. there that that it made sense for him to yeah. win the title. You know, you could you could get that same situation today with any one of these guys. So again, not crapping no, on it. No, but, uh, but, but and
1: again, it's for for the for the perspective of AEW, AEW, like we're talking about, if Jungle Boy were to win, that means he he won it over guys like the Murderhawk, who is a legitimate scary dude, <laughs> guys like Miro, Brian Cage, uh, go go through the roster. They got some. Badass dudes on that roster. You well, how what about mean? this? I'm Not could, taking it away from him,
0: but I that's picture, not believable. To I me. could picture Ricky Starks yeah. winning that title just because of his character. Again, that's where it makes it. He's technically small technically guy, a smaller yeah, guy, but but it makes complete agreed. sense for him
1: because he can do like and to that point, I'm a you know a huge MGF guy. Mm-hmm. MGF is not a big dude. No, he's like if he were on WWE TV in there against the Edge, he would probably look pretty small, but. Hundred percent, put the title on him. Mm-hmm. Give me because I'm invested in him as a believable top-end main event guy, and he's he's put in the work. I'm not saying Jungle Boy and Darby Allin won't get there. I'm just saying in the moment the the title matches well, uh, specifically Jungle Boy. I guess it just I was baffled because it just it didn't seem to be. Maybe it was just because they want the the fan reaction, and we've talked about this before offline a little bit. To me, just because a guy gets a huge reaction, does not make him world champion. And, yeah. and maybe we're in the minority on that, and let us know if we're just idiots on that. But I firmly believe that it, there's more that goes into it than there's just that. And you comment on this all the time. To me, baby faces have a much harder time being champion when they get the title. You know what I mean? And then like it's all about the chase. So a guy is hugely over with with some some huge pops and stuff. Then what? <laughs> yep. Then what? Then you got to put him in against legitimate badasses mm-hmm. and escape wins and all that stuff. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's just you're almost setting him up to fail if he were to get that. And I know they didn't go that route, so kudos. Mm-hmm. And they wanted him in there to get the rub. Maybe, like you say, like the 1-2-3 kid. Maybe it was just to put him in the main event against Omega to build him up. And, yeah, and so be it. And now he's legitimate. You he can say he was a he went up against the, for the title and all that stuff. But, anyway, I, I guess we're belaboring this a bit. But I just – the world champions do matter, and I – Circling back to your earlier point, the lineage that they have, I'm happy that they haven't had fifteen guys in two years have the title, right? I, guess I agree. that's where I was getting at. I
0: agree. Make it make it seem like it's the most important title, which yeah. it is. It's which, yeah, which it, which it be. is.
1: It's a gorgeous looking title too, and I don't know if you, you're as fan, but I'm a big fan of their belts in general. I'm a, also a big fan that they actually call them belts, mm. that they're allowed to call them belts. Uh, I know that I think there's still the decree in place from Vince that you're not allowed to call it a belt. But
0: yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't. I, I don't I'm not sure that, where he man. gets that from, but yeah, it just—it's him. <laughs> Doing a different take on the product yeah. is what it is. So, yeah, we've kind of gone off the rails a little bit with our talk, but I think this that was a great point that you brought up in a great discussion. So getting back to our original thoughts on this. So AEW, the momentum is there. They, I think we both agree WWE is not going anywhere, but they are a legitimate force right now in the wrestling world. They are getting a million views now on TV they, they're. Although TV's a whole different yeah. metric nowadays, but whatever. They're getting a lot of, lot of hits on social media. They just sold out Arthur Ashe Stadium. I think it's. 12 or 15,000. they bands. sold out for All Out as well, which yeah. is a legitimate. That's All And that's what out. To... Ar- yeah, we didn't even announce. But that's the All State Arena. So that's, I think, a 10, 15,000 seat. Right. Arena. Exactly. So there is definitely the momentum is there. So what's your take? Like, are, are, do you feel, what, what would you call them? Would you call them a competitor? Would you call them a legitimate number two? Would you call them somebody that WWE has to worry about? Or do you just think this is just kind of um, great all around? First, I think it's great
1: all around. But Here's my take on it, and I kind of touched on it earlier. So this is probably going to come off worse, and people will take this and run with it. But but the reason why I think ultimately Vince doesn't see AEW as a competitor right now is because Vince is a media company, not a wrestling company. What I mean by that is the wrestling product is what he spits out, but he is a multifaceted, multi-produced, multi-anything you want to call it. Like He has got content... For the next uh, thousand years, most likely, you know what I mean. So he's not he's not operating on a res- pro wrestling model. He's operating on a media company model, which means the in ring competitions and the the arena shows and all that stuff fill the void to hit that media. He's got agreements with two huge networks that dictate. He just needs to put out content. And we've talked about this before. Is sometimes people will get on the WWE for being stale and stuff. And I get it. Yes. But no other show on TV has to put on as much as they do. And AEW is now the, the exception to that rule because they are doing that too. Um, but so I guess back to my point, I think the reason why I don't see AEW as a quote-unquote competitor is because they're not playing in this. It's like saying, is Dell Computers a competitor to Honda, right? Well, they're both huge companies but they're not in the same segment, right? They're not, they're not doing the same things. I truly don't see WWE as a pro wrestling company. I see them as a media company, which means the pro wrestling comes part and parcel with it, but they're doing something. They, they literally have a movie arm. They have, then. well, they still kind of have the network-ish, but they do all kinds of media that's not just in-ring produced matches, right? In this moment, AEW does not have that. They are a wrestling show, with multiple shows, I'll grant you, and they have Rampage coming up and all this stuff. But they do not do anything but pro wrestling, and that is that. I am for that. I'm a big fan that that is what they are. I never want to see them go publicly traded because I think that keeps them on the same path that they're on now. And and if they don't go that route, great. That's not a slag on WWE going public. I still, I do. it, it is a bit because I don't think that helped them, but um so it yeah helped, i guess help them financially yeah absolutely. it
0: hurt them from a fan's perspective because from a the, they're, they're handcuffed a yeah bit.
1: agree so yeah i guess that's my answer is i don't see them as a true competitor because they're not in the same segment they're not even playing the same game i see truly do see nxt more as their competitor because they're trying to do similar things but again you have to then take a bigger lens nxt is just wwe so they're really not the competitor i think AEW's true competitors are new japan are our ring of honor they they are they would be impact if they can ever get the momentum and they potentially are mlw they are light years ahead of all those companies in my opinion maybe not new japan but i'm not a big i don't i'm not
0: we're just not following yeah i just i don't have an intimate Mm
1: -hmm. knowledge of them Mm -hmm. so in essence i think AEW is on top of the professional wrestling world the caveat being wwe is on Another level. They are in the media game, which means they're competing on TV. They're competing for TV numbers. They're competing for media
0: numbers in general. Hollywood, even all that stuff. Well, be careful with that statement of competing for TV numbers. Everybody's going to throw in your face. Well, AEW is really approaching the TV numbers for for WWE. You know, they. I'm
1: not. I'm not specifically I know, saying. I yeah, know what you mean yeah, by from it. a ratings perspective. I'm not saying to that. put
0: another perspective. WWE right now could sell to either Peacock or Disney, and. All of a sudden, they become just. They wouldn't even have to do the wrestling. They just become the media yeah, conglomerate. Exactly. They'd have a theme park in Disney right. World. They'd have all this. we are well, not going to have that in AEW unless AEW changes to become more WWE like, right. and then the fans are revolt gonna, against that. Yeah. So and yeah. That,
1: yeah, that's all I'm trying to point out is that they're not. It's not apples to apples, in my opinion, because mm. the WWE product. Of the umbrella, and I'm not saying the main roster versus NXT or NXT. I'm just saying the the umbrella of what they are. They are a media company, people. And if you don't think that, you're really off base because that is what they want to be. That is what they aspire to be, and that is what they're doing. The pro wrestling bit is a part of that, 100%. It is. But they don't. That's why I don't look at it as a slag when when you hear guys like maybe they don't. They kind of dismiss AEW as are because they're not really. They're they're competing against. Netflix and Amazon and all that stuff for content for actual streaming content and media content that is what they're competing on in general and if you don't believe that I think you're really mistaken because that is their goal that is that they want to be a giant uh media company so that being said I think AEW is head and shoulders above any other pro wrestling company right now so that was all of that to say, I am I love AEW. I'm not shitting on them at all. I just don't think you can compare them because I don't think it's a fair comparison, in my opinion.
0: That's my take. It's it's an interesting take. I, I, honest to God, I, it's interesting way to put it. Basically, WWE is playing a whole different playing field. They are sports entertainment. Everybody else is trying to be professional wrestling. Yeah. So if you want to compare the two, if you want to compare WWE to be professional wrestling, you're saying... It's not even the same. That's not what they're going for. So when you, if you just say who's the number one professional wrestling company right now in, let's say in North America, because again we cannot compare NJPW because we're just not as yeah. up to to date on it. But in in North America, by far, yes, you could say Ew. Straight up professional wrestling company is the leader in the pack right now. But who's the the, the best overall sports entertainment, which does encompass every bit of it. Yeah, you got to say WWE in that case. And, And I know
1: exactly what people's arguments would be. Well, actually, AEW Dynamite competes against Raw and competes against SmackDown. They're both pro wrestling shows. But are they? Are they the same? Because... They're produced differently. They have public first of all, you have the publicly traded bit that's always in the back. They have different ratings. So is it really apples to apples when dynamite is a PG is a TV fourteen and Raw and SmackDown are TV PG? We all want we all lament that, but that is a that is a real thing. So it's not really apples to apples if you're saying well, they, are, they actually are competing against each other because they're two pro wrestling shows. I would argue they're not competing against each other in that sense because they have, they have different formulas they have to make and, and hit on. So I'll buy that argument that, yes, they do compete against each other from those specific elements, but I don't think it's still apples to apples because they're not produced in the same way. Tony Khan produces his wrestling show like a traditional old-school wrestling show. It is not overly produced, it's not overly scripted, it's not overly anything. WWE produces their weekly wrestling shows like episodic television shows. They have a writing room. They have overly produced segments. They have standards that they have to hit. They have like so I could be way off on that, but I still don't think it's apples to apples because they are following a totally different format than AEW is. And in, in my
0: and case. if you want to throw TV numbers out there not this isn't me trying to defend WWE or anything. Like that. It just goes back to your your whole point of we're talking on two different scales here. Well, WWE is in a country of over a billion people. India has like a forty share or something in yeah. that country. So globally too, globally, yeah, we kind of it's forget a about global that. Yeah. reach with it. So I mean, it's really hard to to compare. And especially I find it's it's almost ridiculous to compare TV numbers nowadays anyways because they don't really matter. You, they're DVRing or they're watching on their Now I did or, read that
1: Nielsen's and stuff has been updated to hit streaming and DVRs and all that stuff or like DVRs DVRs were always a thing but it's like you have to watch it within a certain amount of time for it to count and, and So even, now maybe Peacock does Here's the other thing is TNT being the only source for Dynamite I think matters because there's a, how many different things like sources of platforms do you have. Like okay, it's in on cable in some spots. You have Peacock that runs the older shows and the pay per views. Then you have maybe in other countries it's in different spots. I don't correct me if I'm wrong, people out there. I don't believe Dynamite has in it. Does Dynamite have apart from Canada? They have they're on TSN. Do they have another international deal with anybody? That anybody I'm, out there who knows that? I mean yeah, maybe I think, they're in the UK. I they think they be must be in the UK. Sky Sports or yeah. something like that. I imagine. Anyway, it it's just. Mm-hmm furthering my point is i just don't see it being an apples to apples argument because they're just so different and yes if you want to compare a million views to a million views fine you can do that but i still don't think they're truly on the same they're not on the same platform even because they're just doing things differently and i will just use that one thing they're different rated shows so that in and of itself means you can't really compare them because you've got a total different demographic for dynamite than you do potentially potentially i know there is a lot of crossover, but potentially you got a totally different dynamic or demographic. Sorry. So, yeah, I'm going to take heat for all that stuff. I, I just know. don't think that they can be compared, to be honest, on that on that level.
0: Yeah. And, and I have a hard time just buying any type of metric that's measurable like as far as TV or even social media and stuff like that, because that can be altered in such a yeah. way. I mean, WWE has enough employees they could they could alter the numbers just from ha- them having burner accounts and stuff yeah. like that. And I think back even to the 90s when at the peak of uh, of watching wrestling you had 9 million people supposedly during the Monday night wars tuning in to watch TV. But I know myself, I sometimes had two TVs on the host <laughs> and one was tuned into WWE and the other was tuned into WCW yeah. because there was just so much going on and you're kind of watching both, right? So, I mean, that number can be yeah. can be taken aside as well, but uh, but overall, I mean, for me, what I think it is, I do think they've become a legitimate company, number one. I, I, I think they've become legitimate, they've proven they that they can last, they've proven they've got good TV deals, obviously, they've proven they've got rabid fan support from the people that support them. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they're so rabid they don't want to criticize anything, <laughs> yeah. which the it's okay to criticize folks because the only way that product gets better is by them hearing what the what the critiques are of of some of the episodes you're seeing a lot of buzz on social media so i I take that more for uh as far as just exchanges talking about the program more so than actual hits and stuff like that um when i start seeing t-shirts all over the the streets like we used to see the austin shirts back in the day when every Third person had an Austin 316 shirt on. They don't know they really hit the big time. But using your comparison, yes, it's not an apples to oranges thing. What it is, they are the biggest alternative right now to the WWE. Is how that's I'll a put good it. way to put it. Yeah, it's a very biggest alternative by far. They're lapping Impact. They're lapping ROH. They're lapping MLW. But the good thing about this, and we talked about this the last episode, eventually. That's leading to more and more growth. And eventually, old Tony Khan's not going to be able to pay everybody. And he's going to have to cut some. Or some people are going to finally not be so chipper and rah-rah on that backstage and say, you know what, I'd like a little bit of TV time myself. And they're eventually going to say, they're not going to go to WWE. They're not going to go to NXT. They're going to go to say an impact mm-hmm. and, or with a chip on their shoulder and say, you know what, I'm going to make this show compete against And them. not to interrupt you, but I will just
1: mark my words on this. I truly do. And I might get a lot of laughs at this, but I think impact is not going away. And I think impact will be, I don't know if there'll be the ECW to the WCW and WWE awards, but I think impact is, I think you will see impact resurrect itself here and go
0: forward. They, yeah I don't know what it is because they are putting out a decent product and that's mark Cuban money right that's behind them isn't it access TV um
1: yeah so I, I don't know that there, yes there was a, a deal with their there's their parent company is no I think the parent company bought. Um, Access TV. So I don't think Cuban is involved. Cuba. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they ended up basically buying Access TV, which then put them on. They, they were just like, okay, well now yeah. we get to go on Access. So yeah, their parent company. Um, oh shoot, what is their name? It's an owl. I can't remember. That's the sort of um, anthem. Anthem. Yeah. So Anthem, huge Canadian media company, mm-hmm. then went down and bought Access TV, which. We acknowledge is not a TNT, but then they threw impact on there and now they're, they're growing that. And I think they just announced, and I just, I'm optimistic because I think they just announced that they're going on, they're going to put impact. So their weekly impact TV show on YouTube. So that's more, that's more eyeballs on it. You can already see on Twitch access TV is not mind you the biggest channel, but that's a, that's a regular TV channel as well. So anyway, I just feel like given our comments earlier about ring of honor where Sinclair doesn't seem to give two shits about them. I think Impact is your next new thing to, to watch for. I think, in my opinion.
0: Well, eventually somebody's going to go. Okay, who's going to compete against Dynamite? You know, yeah. because again, you kind of got to put WWE off to the side. And um, come on, folks, give them a chance. <laughs> give Impact a chance. There's They're not TNA t- anymore. No, They're there's not some TNA. super good talent. Moose is the best yeah.
1: non-AEW guy. WWE guy out there. Uh, w. Morrissey, you'll all remember, was a big cast phenomenal shape right now doing some great things on impact he's great you got Ryder there you got um Hawkins
0: I'm not a big Sammy Callahan no I was just gonna say but he's been fantastic he has been I'm Mm -hmm.
1: really my prediction is he's going over tonight and and I think it's just time for Kenny to drop that title I don't love that but maybe he's a transition to Moose or W Morrissey or Mm throw in anybody else. So there's some great young guys on there. The X division is hot. They've got a women's tag division as well, which it's to be fair, mm-hmm. AEW does not have a women's tag uh, titles yet. So um, there's just a lot Nor to do they like need there. them right No, now. that's yeah. fair. That's fair. But there's just a lot to like there. We're going to have some surprises tonight on Slam I'm, I'm I'm jacked to watch Slam tonight. When's the last time I've said that about an impact pay-per-view,
0: to be There's honest. a bunch of non-compete clauses that have expired, yeah. hasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the
1: timing's about right. Yeah. So – yeah, all that being said, I want Ring of Honor to succeed as well. I just, I'm not, I don't have any faith. Even after watching the view last week, which if we can get that that mystery show to, to reappear, I did mention in there. But mm-hmm. it was a phenomenal pay-per-view, but nobody saw it. And Bubba had, uh, 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 listening to Bubba, yeah, I, I he had some great comments. He's like, it, yeah. what does it matter if it was amazing? And probably, and I will say, it was one of the best pay-per-views I've seen in a long time. But if nobody sees it, it doesn't, it's, zero Fs given, you know what I mean? Because Mm. nobody saw it, then it doesn't matter, right? So that's the only thing I just – it sucks for those guys on that roster that that if that is the case. But there was some phenomenal stuff on that pay-per-view that just – nobody's talking about it because nobody watched it and that's right. sad right i mean so and then we're not even talking about nwa let's throw that out and
0: i you. love nwa yeah. but no, unfortunately I haven't,
1: been, I haven't been able to watch them because it's on yeah it's on a weird fight tv model now, but right?
0: i got so excited when i first saw nwa come out and and i watched that show i loved it <laughs> absolutely loved it and you know and i hate the idea of nick aldis being and you know the nwa world champ and doing what he's doing and not mm-hmm. having yeah, eyeballs no, was,
1: on him and for for the listeners out there there bc hunter might be the only one who is in love with all of their titles (laughs) i absolutely apart from the world's title i cannot stand those titles they are atrocious and i don't care what you say that uh, what is it the national title Mm -hmm. disgusting it's a (laughs) mockery and the tag tag titles (laughs) look like a belt buckle and like the worst one it's just I don't know. I, just, I think
0: when I see them, I just picture the Midnight Express <laughs> yeah. or I, the Rock and Roll Express wearing those belts and or the Andersons. I just, and no, I can't get. It just them. brings me back to to those days, you know, and, and it's it's old school. The style world's one. title does
1: not need to change. I'll give them that. They don't ever need to change that. And Did they bring back the junior heavyweight title? Did uh, that come back?
0: They brought they brought out the TV title, which is like the old school Iron Anderson. Yes, style I do TV like title. that one.
1: Yeah. In the junior heavyweight title, I, I am a big fan of that. I'm not but sure because all I, of the again, other ones. Yeah, see all yeah. the other ones I'm just not a fan of. Like yeah. I know that doesn't cheap. really matter. I'm too cheap. To <laughs> yes, <exactly>. <laughs> Showed out to uh, Billy Corgan to get <laughs> us some uh, some some
0: free stuff. Yeah, you got two viewers here. If you gave us some free stuff. Yeah, but,
1: but anyway, back to the back to the I yeah, that's my take. I just don't. I love AEW Dynamite. I'm a you know how much of a fan I am of that style, that roster, all of it but i'm not i just think to be realistic i don't think even wwe sees them as that because they don't they they've got and in a, the worst possible way i know you're going to spin this they have bigger fish to fry that's that's all i'm saying like they're shooting for way bigger targets than dynamite that's my only point
0: i get it and and you know what the worst thing that can happen is they do start to get them on their radar and all that does, that motivates that psychotic billionaire that's running it and and you will get a better product for them. And I'll be honest, I know everybody's just crapping all over the WWE product. I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be. I mean, and I I throw NXT into that mix, so you combine all that. There's some good stuff there. Raw is just not clicking right now, but it's not not the performance. There's just something wrong with it. I don't and, know. And maybe that was the Thunderdome stuff,
1: right? Maybe yeah, the passion was be. just missing without the... So I'm going give to give them the benefit of the doubt. I am excited for Money in the Bank tomorrow. I am. So SmackDown has got me excited for that too.
0: I agree that Raw has been a bit lackluster, but it's not for, for the talent. It's I'm interested to see what it sounds like with fans in the arena yeah. for Raw. And I, I'm interested to see more I think we both agree, though, the three-hour thing, they got to get rid of it they got to get rid of it. They're never going to. Them. I
1: know they're not because USA will not let them, and it's not their decision. But I just – I think it hurts. I think
0: it absolutely it does. hurts. It completely hurts it, but they're not going to get rid of no, it. No, I know. And I'm, I'm really interested to see what kind of an effect is Rampage going to have on yeah. AEW as well because now you got a third hour to play. So, to your there. point earlier about like, – Plus dark.
1: Yeah, to them losing talent. I was going to say that's where Rampage, I think, helps them, and I think that's what they're thinking. we got to get some more people some TV time, and that – truly i hope is going to be not in a bad way i don't want it to be sound like but that should be the secondary show where it's like build some stuff there should be angles there should be feuds in there but it doesn't necessarily have to be all the top guys right that's my hope that's my hope. Yeah. maybe it'll just be a smackdown when it was before the brand split who knows i guess because if if you do it just another episode of dynamite that's you're not getting anybody tv time and then you're just stuck on youtube again for them which is not a bad thing i guess but
0: well, and that was one of the things that I did enjoy about NWA. They had one hour of TV each week. It was on YouTube, of course. But you have one hour, and you are left at the end of the show going, oh, geez, what's going on with this other guy? And I didn't see him, or what's happening with this? So I'd much rather be the writer that is trying to find time to get angles in than the writer that's sitting there going, how the hell do I fill an extra yeah. hour of TV? And that's, that's got to be what's happening in the uh, WWE writing room when you're trying to fill... I don't know, was it seven hours of TV a week or something like that, plus pay-per-views? It's
1: funny you say that because I know
0: a lot of... I, I was a big
1: proponent before NXT got on TV to be like, give them another hour. Like An hour is just not enough. And people are like, no, no, I like the fact that we don't see this guy... But they've they've proven that you can do it right. You can you can still keep guys relevant. You can still fill
0: that time because I think two hours is the sweet spot. I think that's where the three hours really hurts. Yeah, I agree. So in the end, I guess our I guess our point is that um, yes, AEW has legitimized themselves. They have become a force in the wrestling world, and they're on a very good roll. I think that they're they're they've moved into that place where you want if you want to argue like you said with your take. Are they the best sports entertainment company? No. But are they the best professional wrestling company right now? Easily. Could be, yeah. Easily, yeah. Exactly. Well, I think,
1: I don't even think it could be. I think they were easily the best pro wrestling company. Well, I, the NJ, the New Japan fans are going to get on me on that. So, mind you, okay, fair they may not be as compared to New Japan, but I think even New Japan fans would say Dynamite is, or AEW in general is, I think you get a similar fan base there anyways, Yeah, it's probably pretty close.
0: So yeah, so I guess we'll wrap it up here. We've blathered on for quite some time. So uh, before we end it, I just did want to give a shout out to, uh, we we got some feedback on our last episode from a gentleman by the name Ted the Hillbilly Heel, which is a great (laughs) Great handle, by the way. He's at Hillbilly Heel. And he just mentioned uh, that it was a great discussion that he he grew up watching old school stuff and loved it, but he loves a lot of the new uh, movesets sets, that are yeah. being incorporated in things and they're furthering the story al- along. And kind of the same opinion I have, you can add that in and still further yeah. the story, but make sure it does make sense for the story. So thanks, Ted. I really do appreciate you sending that feedback to us. We welcome feedback from all our uh, listeners and we uh, appreciate the the opportunity to grow and, and to uh, improve along the way. So as I just mentioned about... Fans critique and the product, it's the same thing yeah. for us. So that's how we learn. So um, I'll just show it out there that for me, you can reach uh, BC Hunter at, at BC Hunter WWTT on Instagram and Twitter, although I've been pretty lame with my Instagram lately. <laughs> and the uh, podcast can be reached at, at WWTT Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And Jay.
1: Yeah, so you can uh, hit me on all the socials at uh, at J Myers J A Y uh, Myers W W T T. That's at J Myers W W T T. Look forward to uh, to getting some feedback, like like BC said there, and um, yeah, we welcome any kind of comments or suggestions or hit up our inbox for uh, topics for the show for future shows. For so sure, we welcome, welcome topics
0: that. or you know if you have any ins on guess that you think that we could be able to get or, for or that
1: mystery promotion that no one's ever heard of that you've watched hours and hours and hours of that you want us to check out uh,
0: let us know <laughs> yeah we'll we'll try to find the extra <laughs> few hours in our day to, <laughs> yeah. to do that but uh but yeah no it has been great so far and we're really enjoying this and and there is a plethora of topics to talk about but we we welcome anything any suggestions any feedback and um try not to go too harsh on us for our opinions on AEW but in the end, I think we both agree it's a great thing for the industry and we're really starting to enjoy it. I think they're really hitting their stride. So yep, with that, I will say that I am out of here and uh, thank you very much for, for listening. And Jay?
1: Yeah, same uh, same goes for me. We appreciate all the uh,
0: follows we've had so far and
1: any of the, uh, the likes. So uh, keep it coming. Keep uh, the feedback coming and, uh, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Sweet. Too sweet.